When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. So Album for the Day wants to take a minute to really reflect on Album for the Day and how we used to do top five lists all the time. All the time. All the time. And it didn't matter what it was, best rock and roll scream, what's the best drum fill, Best uh, best first track on an album, best second side opener, best makeup on stage. Mm. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of categories and all ways to go about that, and we've decided to delve into that a little bit further as we keep going with album for the day. Mm-hmm. Album for the day today. We're getting back into. Building the band. Mm. So you can't make albums if you don't have a band, or at least (laughs) an artist. And uh, we started last time with drummers. Want to jump back into that for just one sec. Uh, Honorable mentions that we forgot to mention. (laughs) Um, Mine was Cindy Blackman Santana. Uh, Jay and I saw her play with Lenny Kravitz live. Mm. It was just unbelievable. Fantastic. And uh, the fact that she's not only playing with, but with Carlos Santana now is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about just being able to fit. Yeah. And the one that I forgot to mention was uh, John Fishman from Fish, who that dude, I've seen him well over 100 times, and the guy just... He's electric. Um, watching him on the kit is just absolutely... It's like he's a, a butt on a seat, and his limbs are just just flying around, and it's just like he's so technically precise and wonderful. It's, 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 it's really fun to watch him play. Um, he but, is. He's exciting. But that does bring now, us... Isn't he the... The vacuumist. As yes, well. he does play the vacuum. See, now that's vacuum versatility, solos. and that's versatility. one of the factors we he were does talking sing. about. With he's the not like he's not like a great singer, um, but he does sing. Um, he, I saw him play. Uh, they did a cover of "Killing in the Name" by Reggie Rage Against the Machine, mm-hmm. and Fishman sang it, and it was awesome. He also sang a cover of "Getting Jiggy with It," and it was hysterical. Okay, uh, yeah, but great, great. I'll buy that. Um, but that does roll us right into the bass players. Um, I mean, we got to complete the rhythm section before we can craft the e- rest of exactly. The and band. with Fishman, one of my favorite bass players, just to get right into it, Mike freaking Gordon, the Cactus. Uh, the guy is so technically sound that he's so good, and watching him play. It's just one of those things where he can read where the band and where the jam is going. Um, for those of you who have not seen Fish, please go see them and sit. Please sit right next to the rhythm section 
because that's where you want to be. Trust me, I've seen them a lot. And Mike Gordon is the leader of that band, in my opinion. I mean, well, yeah, it switches up. It switches up. That's what makes that band that band yeah. is the fact that that changes. Yeah, yeah. Again, though, just to jump back, um, we're gauging all of these uh, nominees, if you will, hmm. on instinct, technical prowess, personality, vocals, and versatility. Mm-hmm. So um, don't make me show you my dark secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saith the Lewis. Saith the Lewis. <laughs> oh, man. So, like, so you have the technically skilled people like Jaco Pastorius. I believe Jaco Pastorius is the greatest bass player of all time. I, that's just, I, I, that's, it, and like, what's your opinion? Like, you're, you play the bass. You've I do heard, play the bass. You've heard Jaco. Like, I mean, even people like Flea. And you know, they, he said Jocko's the greatest of all time. All right, so here's the deal. Um, my opinion on Jocko, yes, that is unbelievable stuff. I can't even pull that off. But one of the things is that he kind of did a, a Miles. He kind of did a Lee Morgan. He kind of mm. did a Cobain, Hendrix, Joplin, yep. whatever, man. And, like, I can't be creative without being... High. Yeah. Yeah. And... I, I'm i not going to personally put that up there because, mm-hmm. and, and we just got into this with Lee Morgan mm-hmm. recently, where he wasn't as creative when he was sober. Yeah. He was a mess. <laughs> and I mean, he was a mess when he wasn't, he too. Was a mess. But, yeah, he was just a mess. But, I mean, he, he just wasn't creative when... <clears throat> yeah. So I, I, but technically, I think he is superior to nine out of ten bass players. Sure, you know, th- sure, I'll give there, you that. There's, there's very few that come close to where what Jocko was capable of. Maybe it was what he was capable of. Is now, what I'm that's to an say. interesting point because see, we're going to give Jocko a point on the technical scale, <laughs> but. When it comes to personality, man, I couldn't. No, no, it's a zero, no, big time. It, it's like in the. I red. couldn't even be there. It's yeah. in the red. Yeah, like I mean, he's. Yeah, he's too high to interact with the, with yeah. the audience. Yeah, well, then you have people and then like there's the, no vocals. Well, so. but, well, but then you have people. <laughs> but then you have people like like Flea. All right, back in the day, super high. Now. F- mm. And they sucked then. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But now he's like, you know, uh, he's like the dude who I would want to. He's like the guy in the band. I'd be like, yeah, dude, let's let's do this. Flea is the guy now that he's like grown up and you know mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, he still does. I, I I see you know what he does and you know whatever. And he's still kind of that dude still. Yeah. But the thing about it is. So we're talking about Jocko and like, you know, basically, man, like I I do play the bass. So I know how your brain has to work. And there's like some math involved and patterns and things like that um, have to be very real and relevant to you Mm -hmm. um, in very tangible ways. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that Flea has maintained that the entire time. But what I will say is he's got a versatility. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the trumpet, too. Yeah. We've seen him play the trumpet. Yeah. Um, 
and he has a stage presence too where he's jumping around doing I mean personality he gets the crowd he doesn't even have to have his wiener out to exhibit (laughs) the personality but sometimes he does that too well yeah you know sometimes you just gotta pull it out you know (laughs) you know who doesn't pull it out who's that Getty Lee (laughs) (laughs) he's afraid of getting a rush uh, maybe that's where they got the band name. Ooh. I don't know. Put that away, Getty. Getty, Getty, Getty Lee has got the technical. He's got the vocals. He's Canadian. You know, he's nice as anything. Uh, you know, like makes me sick. Yeah, yeah, dude, Getty Lee. I mean, that dude. He's 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 up there in like the total package of what you're looking for in a bass player. You know, he's got awesome hair too. He does. Have. He does. For an older fella now, like well, even back in the day, he had oh, that back lion's in the day, mane. He had glorious lion's I mean, it mane, was dude. Glorious, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. He just needed some like VO five hot oil treatment to just kind of tame it a little bit. You know, oh, bro. it got a little wild. It was a little wild, man. That's all I'm saying. I thought it was awesome. So he had Cliff Burton hair. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact, that's Jack. That's a fact. Maybe that's just a maybe that's just a code, a bass player code. You got to have that big, thick lion mane bushiness. Now, well, I was gonna bring up Newstead, but he had it. He had it for a second. Hot until, minute until load. He had a hot minute until for a hot load. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Newstead, um, oh, yeah. Well, Lustead, New, who are you picking, Newstead or Robert Trujillo? If you could see the look I'm giving this guy right now for even asking me that question, it is shame on you. It is okay. shame okay. on you. I, I'm going Cliff Burton. Cool man for for, for Metallica bass player. That's know. cool. I mean. It's easy to defend somebody who's not around anymore. Okay, so I, I'm assuming Newstead? Well, he's not in the band anymore, but... Right. You still haven't answered the question. Yeah, I'm going with Newstead. Yeah, I mean, he was around. He did some of their best work. Uh, you know, I, I I have no problem with that. It's all, he was a, He's great. He's amazing. They tied the plow to that mule for probably the most prolific period of the band. Yeah, yeah. That's hard. Well, they to cut. Deny. They cut him out of the thing that stinks about what they did to him on Injustice for All is they pretty much t- turned him completely out of the mix, and then they realized the mistake they made, you know, at, and came out with the black album, and it was like, oh. But it's really funny because yeah. I think we did an episode on Injustice for All and mm-hmm. discussed how he has no credit on the album, but in the deluxe edition or something, mm-hmm. they'd added some live tracks from and it's the the dudes just the did. adjoining tour yeah. which he was on. Yeah, and man, it's it brings those songs to life. It really does. Seeing them live and hearing them play them, we're just like, oh wow, these are so different. So yeah, Newstead. Yeah. Um, Ent yeah. whistle, ent whistle, the ox. Oh my the gosh, ox, man! If you haven't heard like, like where they they just play ent whistle, like at some of the live shows they do, like there's a bunch of YouTube videos and stuff where you can just listen to what ent whistle was doing on stage with the Who. 
go check those videos out because, oh my goodness. A lot of people will be like, ah, oh, yeah, The Who, he's got The Windmill, and Roger Daltrey sings, and Keith Moon. And it's almost like they leave Entwistle out of the conversation for a lot of it. And the dude... Which is really funny because he was the, the he was the glue, dog. He was the, he was the glue. Everybody else had their own hang-ups in that band. Yep. Entwistle didn't have any hang-ups in the freaking band, man. It was yep. like... Hey, whenever you guys are done fighting, if you'd like to come back, uh, we did show up to practice. You know who I feel is the same <laughs> about that is John Paul Jones from Zeppelin. I feel like he was like a glue. That's that he that for with, sure. that that without everyone else him, had an ego. Without and a him, reputation. That without him, it wouldn't have been the same band at all. I feel like he was just there to like bring Paige down a minute. To be from being the you know lead guitarist god and Bonham was like everybody talked and about being Bonham. the foil to Plant, yeah. who was yeah. always been very full of himself. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean for that matter, so was Daltrey. Mm. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of interest. Sometimes I feel like the Who in general is a slightly more popular targeting. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I mean, I love the Who. Who's always been one of my absolute favorites. I'd pick the Who over Zeppelin. It's just funny every day. how like the band members kind of overlay, like yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, like, totally. They all four are so like. Pete's a little bit more showy than Jimmy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but other than that, man, I'd, I'd say they're all, all three of the other ones are real Just, parallel. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If they'd have met in different, different circumstances, they could have been in different, the same band, you yeah. know, different pieces, yeah. like rotating in and out. They end up in one of those time machine, time warp mm. things. And it's like, Hey, let me go and try that band. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. That's a good idea. Yeah. So what uh, what do you think about we we actually did an episode on her. What about you think about Carol Kay? Carol's a beast, dude. Carol's one of my one of my favorites. She's she was. I mean, if well, and you know who else who was also uh, Muscle Shoals uh, was David Hood. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Um, that dude. He did a lot, a lot, a lot of good work. He filled in a lot of awesome blanks. Is mm-hmm. what he did. Mm-hmm. Um. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I would say uh, I'm going to bring up two people. They're very different, but I'm going to bring them up together because I want to get into the vocal category. Mm. Mm. Um, I want to bring up Sting and Rick Danko. Man, so Rick Danko's harmonies—two great examples of bass players that sang at the same time. They both brought very different kind of dynamics to the groups that they were in. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Sting has a whole solo aspect as well. But you know, even even in Sting's solo career, he doesn't have a bass player. He mm-hmm. is the effing bass player. Yeah, you know. And 
it's not just something that I pick up during a couple of songs. And yeah. I, I wouldn't say that technically he's the most, you know, talented at all. No, but he brings an element to the table that's undeniable. He's got the personality. He's yeah. got the and he's got that instinctual thing that connects with the crowd and connects with the band and on I, stage. I feel like Rick Danko. I think you're hitting the nail on the head with that one as well. Yeah, I same feel thing. Like, I feel like he For has sure. a connection with the band members. Absolutely, where he knows where vocally where they're going to be, and he knows exactly where to hit underneath them or over the top of them because he had that just angel voice that when he went that it makes no difference and he'd hit those high notes that you were just like oh just kill you speaking of singers as well i think we'd be doing ourselves injustice if we did not bring up sir paul mccartney oh man <laughs> speaking of Come singers speaking of singers <clears throat> speaking of songwriters i mean he's one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Which I'd like to, as a musician, I'd like to acknowledge yet again that the man does not read music. Yeah, but he can certainly... He's an amazing songwriter. But he, he I mean, the dude music. has pretty much perfect pitch. I mean, you could say, doom, doom, doo, 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 and he'd be like, oh, that's... And he could play it. I yeah. mean, the guy, he's, he's, he's the most Mostly naturally that's talented. that's one of their songs. Well, <laughs> I, you know what I'm doing. You jackass. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, oh how does that go? How does that go? How does the, one of our most popular songs ever recorded, how does that go? Uh, it'll all come together in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, and and to be in the Beatles, you know, like that's not only is there intense pressure to come up with another amazing album, another amazing song, but to pull off what they did in a six-year span, and then go on to be in Wings to do his solo stuff. I mean, he's still making albums. Oh yeah. And he's he's doing collabs with people. Oh yeah, that that's just part of the versatility. I mean, he doesn't just play the bass either. He plays the piano. He yeah. plays yeah. multiple instruments. Yeah. And I just still I'm so astounded that he can't read music. I just it's like when people say you can't get a good job if you don't go to college. Well, yeah. I mean, Hendrix look at Bill Gates. Hendrix couldn't read music. Dave yeah. Grohl can't re read music. You know, like there's a there's a lot of great ones out there. Speaking um, of people who could read music, Charlie Mingus, another great another great bass player to that's go from the the jazz eras. Um, I mean, he was ma mainly popular in like fifties bebop, jazz, that kind of thing. Um, but Mingus, like as it, it was difficult to get through as a so as a solo artist in the jazz scene as a bass player. Now, there was a lot of bass players that were, you know, that went around and you could find them on many, many, many jazz albums. But Mingus made it on his own as a jazz bass player, which is very difficult. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things, man, where you don't find many people having a solo career as a bass player. Yeah. Well, and he, it was also because he was writing the music mm -hmm. and that was, mm -hmm. that was his thing. Well, it's the same thing with Sting. Oh you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. Sting wouldn't Sting's have had a solo a career for squat if it yeah. hadn't have been for, you know, Sting is such a good call. I really like that Sting call. 
I, I just really like that. Man, I, I love to hate him. You know, I really do. Yeah. Um, but he's he's authentically who he is. He doesn't pretend to be somebody that he's not. Mm. He knows he's a narcissistic, egotistical mm-hmm. ass. And, <laughs> and you're still going you're to still pack gonna, the seats, yep. and you're still yep. going to get my album, mm-hmm. because this is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just got to appreciate that. I also have to appreciate, since we're talking about the bass, his specific instrument, if you've ever seen Sting play, he has this bass that he's literally had for decades mm-hmm. that he plays and you can see the wear and the finish and everything on it's awesome. it. I love that. It's like trigger from Willie Nelson. You can see the time spent on his instrument, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. I just, um, so you brought up Gordon, um, Mike Gordon, I'm going to bring up schools. Oh yeah, um, because Dave Schools from Widespread Panic, like Widespread He's, Panic, is not Widespread Panic without, without Dave him. Schools. No, I completely agree and, with that. Um, you know, and and if we're bringing up bands that wouldn't be the same, uh, I think we could bring up Lemmy. I don't for think sure. you don't have you don't have Motorhead without Lemmy. Rick James, <laughs> Bootsy Collins. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Victor Victor Wooten is another one of those dudes who's just so precise technically and so amazing that it's just like, and I would I'd love to hang out with Victor. That dude, so intelligent and his knowledge of music and music theory and how he knows what to play and when to play it. And one thing I love about Victor Wooten, he knows when to back down. For sure. He knows how good he is, but he knows it's the song is not about him. The song carries, you know? The song is a complete work. Yeah. I'm one piece. I may be a really big piece. Yeah. But I'm still just a piece. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the key to be. That's why Jocko can't be mm-hmm. in the band, man. Because yeah, Jocko oh, yeah. doesn't. He's, oh, he runs over any, everybody. Yeah. He doesn't have any account for anybody yeah. else. So. Yeah, and jo- um, and one another person I feel that really knows when to play and when to hold back was John Deacon from Queen. Oh man, that dude knew what to, he he wrote some of the best songs Queen ever did. Do do do, and and he had those hooks. He had the hooks where it was just like holy crap. He's got that sensibility, man. You want to hear it? It's that thing we were talking about with Omardian, where it's like, now wait a minute. Is that just me enjoying this, mm-hmm. or is this the ninety-eight percent? Mm-hmm. Is this the two percent or the ninety-eight? And mm-hmm. he always seemed to lean toward the ninety-eight. Yeah, Deacon. He didn't really sing a whole lot, but he did. Get, he did do harmonies and that kind of thing. You had to in Queen. Well, um, yeah. I mean, you got no, you, you got don't get Freddie sing, Mercury. You don't get to be in that band <laughs> if you don't sing, dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. We yeah. did that in the interview process. Yeah. Right. Oh um, man. All right, so who 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 are you bringing down? We we we've been through a lot. Who are you bringing down? We got a top three, top five. What you got? I mean, did we say Claypool? We did not. We have not mentioned Les Claypool okay. yet. Um, um, he's a little too weird for me. I I I love him. I appreciate him. He's the dude who's gonna he's gonna play too much. The same and he him and Jocko are wanna, kind wanna, of the same. I want to be my real head. clear. I brought him up not because I want him in the band. Mm-hmm. I brought him up because his name deserves to come out in the convo. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, Jack Bruce is kind of the same way. He's sure. not. He's not in my conversation, but no. yeah, he's yeah, he's in he's in the conversation of like who are we talking about here? You know. I think the. I don't know. I mean, this. I, I mean, we didn't talk about Kim Deal either, and um, she quit the band. Yeah, but that's not the thing. She did. She quit which band? Exactly. Exactly. So, well, there's a lot of people. David Hood didn't stay in the same band. No, but he was in the. I mean, he was. He was. He wasn't known to be to stay in the band. He was known to be Muscle Shoals. Bill Wyman. God rest his soul. Yeah, right. um, I think if I, I think you're not going to bring up Lesh. Phil Lesh, he he was good for what it was. Um, he's good in that context. He's good in the Grateful Dead. He's it. good in the Grateful Dead context, but outside of it, you know, he's Mike good. Rutherford. He's good in his box, and again, he's good in his box. But all right, I'm 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 gonna write it down. Lewis Johnson from the Brothers Johnson. Mm. That, that was a beast right there, bro. Yeah, he was. He was. I mean, I mean, you could say Tim Comerford from Rage Against the Machine. I mean, you know, he's good where he's at, but it's not like we're somebody that I'm like, oh man, got to bring him in, you know? I don't know, man. I think my, and, and to go, to match up with like the Levon, you know, I think I've got, I think I've got my top couple that obviously arguable. I think my top couple would be John Deacon, Getty Lee and Paul McCartney. I think that would be my I think those would be my three based on what they're capable of overall songwriting uh vocals um their technical skill you know and I, you know and I, you know I might even throw in like a, the wild the the wild cards that I would throw in would be like Victor Wooten and like Cliff Burton you know because you you get to bring some element of like danger or like we're we're going to take this over, or maybe I'd throw in, maybe I'd take Cliff Burton out. I'd throw Mike Gordon in. Is what I would do. That'd mm. be that'd be my wild card. Well, we didn't talk about Chris Squire, mm. and Roundabout is literally one of the greatest bass songs ever. Yeah, uh, it, but again, um, it's it's he's he's great in his element. And that one song was his element. <laughs> Not making it. Not gonna make it. No, I mean when you're um, when you're going against you know the the catalog of the Beatles, Rush, you know uh, Queen. Well, if we're gonna get into that, then then James Jamerson needs to be discussed because. He was on. I mean, that dude was on everything. all the Motown. Oh, every, every Motown spankers, song, man. Yeah, every Motown. What's going song. on? You can't hurry, love. I mean, yeah. He he was a killer. Yeah, he's he is the DNA. And of, Larry Graham from Sly yeah. and the Family Stone was also quite the beast. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I love that. Thank you for letting me be. Thank my, you for letting me. Me myself <laughs> again. Yeah. All right. So who you got? I gave you my top three, and while and plus two wild cards. Um. So 
my wild card I'm going to list first. That's going to be Bobby Sheehan from Blues Traveler, God Rest His Soul. Hmm. Uh, or maybe since it's Blues Traveler, I should say Save His Soul. <laughs> See what you did there. Uh, but, and I'm not saying that, you know, that Tad is not a great bass player now. He is. He's fantastic. And they've got that brother dynamic. Um, but his contribution um, to all that early, I guess it was the first like five, five albums of Blues Traveler, um, just it wouldn't have been the same. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with him. Uh, I'm going to go with Sting. Yeah. Uh, Flea. Mm-hmm. Danko and Could, McCartney. Man, you got a you got a bang banger of a list over there. Uh, I see Paul McCartney's on both of ours, yeah. so seems like that might be the the A one sauce. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you at all about the Danko thing. You know, no. I, I, it's impossible for me to do that. Um, I would take Danko as my as a two. I'm jump. I'm jumping. I'm jumping it <laughs> because yeah, dude. I love Rick Danko. Love me some Rick Danko. Um, and then uh, the only problem is if you're gonna sit there and debate Danko and McCartney, one has longevity and the other does not. Well, Rick Danko did that to himself though. Which is my point. Yeah, no. We want to no, no, have no. a band that no, plays no, no. for 50 I, hey, years, hey, bro. Hey, I mean, he was around. He just was on the struggle bus for a lot of it. And, you know, and there, you know, hey. Let me say this. Levon was on the struggle bus oh, at the end, bro. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that yeah. at the Ryman oh, and yeah. the Ramble at the Ryman yeah. show. Yeah. And First two songs were really rough. It took a while for his voice to warm up, but he did have throat cancer. So... Right. Give him no, I gave him, I gave him a whole evening of passes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to give it to Rick because, you know, yeah, he he chose his path. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think McCartney is a clear number one, and everybody underneath is just like, we throw him in. Rick, you can be the backup as long as you stay sober. Yeah. If you have Rick Danko as a backup, Getty Lee as a backup, you're doing all right. Flea is the Flea is, uh, Flea is the between set entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> hey Flea, get out there and do a magic show. <laughs> but I don't do magic. Exactly. Take the trumpet with you. It'll, It'll be all fine. work It'll out. It'll all be fine. I promise. It'll all be fine. So yeah, I guess we're going with uh, with old Southpaw. Awesome for the win. Awesome. Well, uh, you know, and the great thing about doing this is this is all debatable. I'd love to hear what everybody else has to say about it. What do you guys think? Shoot us a line, shoot us a tweet, shoot us an email. Let us let you know. Let us know what you think. Instagram Jay, a picture of your bass, fill in the blank bass player. <laughs> but yeah, f- hey, follow us on Is that Twitter. What the kids are calling it these no, days. Kids are calling a lot of things I don't even know about. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at album the number four the day. Shoot us an email if you got anything to say to us. Uh, album for the day at gmail Make sure you follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Go get your bass on.
Here come old flat top, he come moving up slowly. He got June, June eyeballs. He got after starting the podcast you can search for the album use the three dots and hit add to cue now the album will start as soon as the episode ends Woo-hoo!